Our gospel this morning comes from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, Jesus saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Oh, happy first Sunday of Lent. I know it's always a funny thing to think happy Lent, but I am excited to have my purple hair back um, and for this new season to begin. Uh, this is the season of the 40 days leading up to Easter as we follow Jesus on his journey to the cross. And this is the season that often takes a sort of solemn tone when we focus on repentance and fasting and prayer. And really because we're focusing on Jesus's work and death and life from the cross. And so there is often this just sort of um, solemn attitude. I can't think of a better way to put it during this season. And our theme for Lent this year is growing anew, rooted in growing in discipleship. And rather than focus, focusing this year specifically on fasting and preparation during this time as we look towards Good Friday and Easter Sunday, our hope has been that we can focus on ways that we are already grounded in the dirt of the earth and the roots of creation in our faith. And our hope is that we can continue to grow together from these roots, from the foundation Christ has given us as we followers of Jesus move through this time. And so the hope is that our Lenten season will be one of, yes, prayer and preparation, but also hope and wonder and maybe even joy. And so through the power of the Holy Spirit connected through technology, we're be taking this time over these next 40 days to connect with God and one another and growing in that hope and wonder and joy. And so I am very grateful for our readings today because throughout our readings, we have these images of water. We have the flood from Noah's story in Genesis. We have the promises we've received in our baptism from our New Testament reading. We have Jesus's baptism. And in all of this, there is these imageries of water and promise and hope. And particularly for me this week, our Old Testament reading from Genesis really just stuck on my heart. Reading about the sign of God's covenant, of God's promise to Noah and to all the earth, the bow in the clouds after it rains, a rainbow after the flood. 
And as many of you can probably guess, um, I sort of like rainbows <laughs> um, for a lot of reasons. One is because of the promise that we find in rainbows, also because they're beautiful and colorful and surprising. We have pride flags that are rainbows in our garden. We have a rainbow maker in our window. I even have a tattoo with the tree of life and names of God with rainbow colorings. I just love the joy, the promise that we find in the beautiful colors of a rainbow and all that it can represent. And maybe because Hadley is my daughter or maybe because she is a three-year-old and is basically made of unicorns and sparkles and glitter, rainbows are a big part of her uh, favorites. Uh, I think every painting that she has made has been titled Rainbow, regardless of if it has multicolors or not. We had a phase for about six months where every single stuffy that she got for any kind of occasion was also named Rainbow. I think she's named Greg's motorcycle Rainbow. <laughs> Hadley is very into rainbows. And it's Hadley's dream, I think, to one day have a home that is completely painted rainbow, house rainbow, barn rainbow, garage rainbow, everything rainbow. And whenever she says this, which she says regularly, I always laugh because one, that is a lot of work to do and a lot of upkeep. <laughs> How are we going to match the colors later? Two, uh, I hope we never live anywhere with a homeowners association because three, well, what would the neighbors think? <laughs> But those thoughts don't stop us from dreaming from Hadley's imagination of a space filled with beautiful colors and light and God's promises. And Hadley doesn't totally know all the symbolism of the rainbow, but what she does know is that they're beautiful, that all these colors appear when sunlight appears while rain is still falling. And so often when it rains, Hadley will ask me, Mama, will there be a rainbow? And I don't always have an answer. Last month when we uh, bought the rainbow maker for our window, Hadley was so excited. It's this small window cling that when lit by the sun rotates a crystal causing rainbows all over our dining room. But we bought it in January, just before two weeks of straight rain and clouds, when even when it wasn't raining, the clouds were dark enough that the sun did not shine on the rainbow maker. And so, Hadley every day asked if it was broken. And whenever Hadley asks me if we'll see a rainbow or if the rainbow maker will bounce the colors of light around our home, I always answer that I'm not sure. Being that we live in Washington and the rain may not cease for a week straight, the sun might not come out that day, but we can always hope. I always remind Hadley that no matter what, we can always hope to see a rainbow and Hadley's response without fail is, I hope we see a rainbow. You never know when you'll see a rainbow. And I kind of hope that we can begin this season of Lent with that same wonder and joy looking for rainbows on cloudy days. I hope that we might find ourselves caught up in the beauty of God's promises. And I know too that a lot of this is the reality that we are imagining and waiting and looking for rainbows, lights of color to appear in the midst of dark cloudy days. And there is probably some metaphor there in the ways in which our lives can feel 
gloomy or sad, or we might be dealing with some stuff that is really hurting for us. And the ways in which we sometimes feel like who knows if we're going to see a rainbow anytime soon because the rain just keeps falling. But this idea that we can continue to look for the sunlight breaking through the clouds. Whenever we talk about God's promises with the church kiddos in our small seeds group, without fail, at least one kid will answer the question of what does God promise us with not to flood the earth again. And I don't remember how long it was ago that we did the Noah's Ark story in our curriculum for small seeds, but it's been a few years. And that is always an answer when the kids think about God's promises is that God has promised not to flood the earth. And that promise that sticks with our kids in a way that I don't think I realized it would when we were teaching about it. And I wonder if part of the reason that this particular promise, this particular covenant stays with us, because almost all of us, I think, know the story of Noah and the rainbow. But I think it's because it's also a promise that we rely on. That never again will all of creation see such destruction. Never again will all of creation be so overwhelmed by the waters. And honestly, if this last year has been any indication, it seems like there is a new catastrophe, a new tragedy happening in the world every week. Extreme winter storms, folks dying in the street from hypothermia or losing their lives in their homes, trying to stay warm. And that's just this last week, not to mention a global pandemic this last year that has cut us off from one another, from our loved ones, and from many from their livelihoods and their lives. And that even doesn't include the wildfires, the rise of voices crying for racial justice, the division in our country. And I know it hasn't been a global flood, but there has definitely been a lot this year, not to mention the personal um, health issues or family losses or just grief or sadness or difficulty that we deal with being human. And so sometimes all of the weight of the world can make us feel like it's never going to stop raining. Like this is just going to keep continue that the waters are rising and we don't know if the clouds will open up. And maybe sometimes we keep waiting for a rainbow and we just keep waiting. But throughout our readings today, rain, flood, water, all of it comes with light. Eventually for Noah, we know the rains did stop and the sun came and dried the land. As Jesus submerged himself in the waters of the Jordan, the clouds of the sky opened and as sunlight shone down through the clouds, so did the voice of God, a voice from heaven declaring God's love for God's own sons. Along with the light shining down, the Holy Spirit comes down upon Jesus like a dove. In our reading from Peter, we are reminded that through the waters, Noah and his family were saved. And through the waters of baptism, we too are brought into something new, into Jesus's own resurrection. Because the truth is, there are disasters in the world, floods, winter storms, and even a global pandemic that cuts us off from being with one another in the ways that we know. The truth is, is that there is a lot that we experience that hurts and is difficult, and it feels like there are clouds with rain hanging over us. But God's promise to us 
the promise that God makes to Noah and to all of those who follow after him, the reminder that we receive in our psalm is that God's steadfast love and faithfulness does not end. God promises to us that there will always be a light. Whether it's the light of love shining through those who are helping to shelter and warm those without warmth, the light of hope as people rebuild, or the light of joy when the sun breaks through the clouds and we see the beautiful colors of creation shining in the sky, a rainbow filled with promise, with hope, with wonder, and even with joy, God makes this promise to Noah and all of creation and gives the world Jesus. God's own beloved son whose shining light breaks through the clouds, breaks through the heartbreak, and calls us into the promises we receive in our own baptisms. Promises that we are called to share. As Jesus gives us the promise of his resurrection on the cross, we are called to share in the promise of love and care for our neighbors, for those in need, for those who are hurting, for those who feel lost in the clouds of this world so that we too can be a light that breaks through the clouds in the lives of others, shining Christ's light that spreads through the raindrops into beautiful rainbows for us and for all the earth. Because the reality is even in this season that is often solemn, even with all that goes on in our lives, as we look to grow in our own connection and discipleship, the one thing that we need, that we always know about growing about plants or humans or whatever, is that we need water and light to become something new. Thanks be to God. Amen.